You're listening to Love and War with David Harwood. This is a weekly podcast where David offers spiritual insights that are aimed to enhance your relationship with God, yourself, and others. If you are edified by what you hear, please recommend this podcast to people you love. Now, here's David. Delays. Faith and hope are closely connected. The most well-known description of faith is found in relationship to hope in Hebrews 11.1. Listen to this. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. In exploring hope, it is possible to work with the pattern in Hebrews 11 and adjust it so that it clarifies Hope's meaning. Listen carefully. Now, hope is the confident anticipation of finally possessing what you know through your faith that you already own. Jesus spoke of this dynamic. He said, Believe you've received them, and it shall be yours. Mark eleven twenty four b Tree of Life Version. The expectation of getting that for which you believed is hope. Here is that section of scripture from the complete Jewish Bible, Mark eleven twenty-two through 25. He responded, Have the kind of trust that comes from God. Yes, I tell you that whoever does not doubt in his heart, but trusts that what he says will happen, can say to this mountain, Go, and throw yourself into the sea, and it will be done for him. Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, trust that you are receiving it, and it will be yours. Trust that you are receiving it, and it will be yours. And when you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him, so that your Father in heaven may also forgive your trespasses. Fair warning, there may be spiritual conflict that must be endured before receiving the promise, having the conviction that it's yours, and the promise's realization, having what is yours. What may, in retrospect, look like a mountain leaping can look like something moving in slow motion to us in the present. The process really stretches us. Let's peruse a couple of causes for the delay between having faith for something and the fulfillment of spiritually enhanced anticipation. There is the interplay of God's timing, natural adversity, and demonic resistance. Timing, adversity, resistance? Yes, some things look like they're stuck in tar. While one's waiting, it can feel tarable. Timing, adversity, resistance. In the case of Joseph, there was natural adversity manifest through brotherly envy and fratricidal enmity. He was plunged into adverse circumstances that were the opposite of his dreams. These situations proved to be a purifying flame in the life of an adolescent. 
He was definitely not ready to steward the responsibility that would derive from his destiny. When the timing was right, his hope, perhaps all but dead, happened. The scripture confirms that deferred hope makes the heart sick. The protracted trouble in Joseph's life did not do that. From my perspective, the preservation of the health of his soul was like a miracle. During the intervening years between dream and destiny, God reached into his circumstances and coordinated them to bring about a desired outcome. Joseph's fulfilled desire was like a tree of life which manifested in the material realm fed multitudes. In future meditations we will more thoroughly consider Proverbs 13:12. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but longing fulfilled is a tree of life. Let's look at demonic interference from an analogy taken from Solomon's life. Here's the background taken from 1 Kings 1. King David had made a promise that Bathsheba's son Solomon would be king after him. Those loyal to David believed that promise. Bathsheba and Solomon were expecting it to happen. They had hope. Towards the end of David's life, his purpose for his son Solomon was almost thwarted. Adonijah, another son of David, a half-brother, almost stole Solomon's destiny. He arranged to self-coronate. It was a huge affair. It looked like his coup was successful. King David had close, loyal advisors and supporters. First in line was the prophet Nathan. Zadok, the high priest, was loyal and prominent in a time when the identity of the chief priesthood was in flux. Finally, there was Benaiah, who led David's mighty men who were ready to defend the true king. Nathan informed King David's favorite wife, Bathsheba, about Adonijah's actions. She understood the result in potential danger to her and her son's lives. These people engaged in something similar to strategic intercession. They brought the situation to King David's attention. King David affirmed and acted upon his promise. Adonijah was dethroned. Solomon inherited the throne. David the king said, 1 Kings 1, 29 and 30, The king vowed and said, as the Lord lives, who has redeemed my life from all distress. Surely, as I vowed to you by the Lord, the God of Israel, saying, Your son Solomon shall be king after me, and he shall sit on my throne in my place, I will indeed do so this day. I see this as a picture of satanic forces intentionally, strategically seeking to thwart a God-given faith-inspired hope anticipation. There are many times that faith and hope expectation must be reinforced with intercession. In the case of demonic delays, we do not have to give up hope. We have the option of purposefully approaching God's throne and reminding Him of His promised purposes. This is an aspect of spiritual warfare. We are living in a time of protracted warfare that calls for faithful perseverance. 
I am referring to the fulfillment of the promise of promises, Jesus' return. Talk about delays. Listen to Peter's take on prophetic timing, 2 Peter 3, 3 and 4, 8 and 9. Know this, first of all, that in the last days, mockers will come with their mocking, following after their own lusts and saying, Where is the promise of his coming? For ever since the fathers fell asleep, all continues just as it was from the beginning of creation. But do not let this one fact escape your notice, beloved, that with the Lord one day is like a thousand years and a thousand years like one day. The Lord is not slow about his promise as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance. Peter wrote that God is behind this delay. Yet, we are called to strengthen our hope anticipation and embrace this. Do this knowing the time that it is already the hour for you to awaken from sleep, for now salvation is nearer to us than when we believed. The night is almost gone, and the day is near. Therefore, let us lay aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Romans thirteen eleven and 12. The Messiah's return is worth waiting for. It is promised, and meanwhile we have the presence of the coming kingdom in our midst. Jesus is with us. He's still Emmanuel. With firmness of purpose, we can present ourselves before the throne of God and ask that we might participate in the process of hastening our king's return. Second Peter 3, 11-13 Since all these things are to be destroyed in this way, what sort of people ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness, looking for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be destroyed by burning, and the elements will melt with intense heat? But according to his promise, we are looking for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. Colossians 3 encourages us to maintain our focus as we are immersed in the eschatological hope of glory. Therefore, if you have been raised up with Messiah, keep seeking the things above where Messiah is, sitting at the right hand of God. Focus your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Messiah in God. When Messiah, who is your life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. Colossians 3, 1-4, Tree of Life Version While we are hope-expecting his return, we are called to spirit-empowered hope-inspired activity, 1 Corinthians 15, 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your toil is not in vain in the Lord. Let us embrace this commission together in the perseverance we receive from faith-filled expectation. Pray for one another. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing 
so you will abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Romans 15.13 Love and War is written and presented by David Harwood. The theme song is Skirmish from the album Spontaneous Combustion by Leonard Jones. David has written several books, including God's True Love, and his latest, The Meditations of My Heart, Developing a Healthy Inner Narrative, which contains a collection of daily devotionals. You can find links to these and others by visiting loveofgodproject.org and clicking on the book section. If you'd like to reach out to David, you can go to our Facebook page, Love and War DH, or send an email to loveofgodproject at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and please remember to like, subscribe, and share this podcast with your friends.